Hi, and you're very welcome back to the Leitrim GA podcast here on FinalWhistle.ie with myself, Breffney Early, and it has been an exciting weekend of sport so far for the Leitrim faithful. A fantastic win today against Antrim in the first ever game played by the county in the brand new Talton Cup. What will the future hold for the teams in that particular competition? It all remains to be seen, but so far so good for Leitrim and for Andy Moore and his charges. We'll be hearing from him post-game very, very shortly in the show. We'll also be chatting to Pierce Dolan and Evan Sweeney, who both featured heavily in a very impressive Leitrim performance. But really and truly, we are back to what this is really all about on the show, and that is the club scene here in the county in Leitrim. We're going to be reflecting on the Spring League that was played over the last couple of weeks without county players, of course. We'll hear from both finalists in last week's Division 1 final, where we'll be chatting to the winning cap, no, the winning manager, should I say, Eddie Baboobsy. And I'm so sorry if I butchered your name. I apologise to you in person. I'm going to probably do it all year. I will make my effort to get it right. But we'll be chatting to him after his side success. Ballon more Sean Hessens, of course, but we'll also hear from Eamon O'Hara, new manager uh, in situ in Mughal for this season as well. Kieran McTague, who is the manager for Kiltubbard, uh, they were successful in their Division 2 final. He'll be joining us later on in the programme as well. But first, let's take a look back at a fine day's weather, but also a fine day's performance from Leitrim. We'll hear from the aforementioned Pierce Dolan and Evan Sweeney, but first, their manager, Andy Moore. Andy, um, thoughts after that? Yeah, there was good and bad. Um, good and bad. But after a heavy defeat like we had against Galway, we'd have taken a one-point win, we'd have taken an 11-point win, we'd have taken any way we could have got out of here. We'll just have to beat in the Division 3 side who finished mid-table Division 3. Not bottom, not top, right in the middle, fighting for promotion. And to any day you do that, it has to be a good day. I know we talked before the Galway game and we talked about expectation coming in here. There wasn't too many came in expecting to be eight points up at half-time, but yet that's exactly the kind of performance that Leitrim produced and deserved to be that far ahead. Uh, first half, you've got to be happy with that. Yeah, well, I think we got to 10. <laughs> I think we got to 10. But in typical Leitrim fashion, and I'm calling myself a Leitrim man now at this point, uh, in typical Leitrim fashion, it's... Uh, yeah, we made it hard for ourselves, didn't we? But no, we got there. We got there. Uh, we were very happy with our first half. Some very good things. Too many goal chances conceded at a time. But some like the consistency over that 70 minutes is what we're looking for, Breffney. And we nearly got it. Um, I'd say we probably got 52, 53 minutes of it. So we're getting closer. And uh, with six changes from the Galway game, it was great to see that. I suppose we saw in London and we saw here again today, we have a nice, comfortable lead. Things are going well. And then what, is it the opposition come back into the game or is there maybe a little bit of Leitrim switches off? Uh, a bit of both. I, I think a team is always going to get a purple patch and the really good teams, like if we're talking about the really elite teams, the Tyrones, the Kerrys, the Mayos, the Dublins, they can manage that period. We just need to get better at managing that period. And what Donny Flynn gives us and the likes of Mark Diffley, they're good at managing that. We just need to probably get more people to that, to that point. 20 years ago, 21 years ago, we faced Antrim in a, the first ever qualifier that both sides played. It didn't go very well for Leitrim yeah. that day. It's nice to be on the winning side of it, and we've said it before, it doesn't happen that often for Leitrim to win championship games against teams outside of the likes of Sligo, London, yeah. New York. What does it mean to this squad to get that result for confidence to build now ahead of a draw on Monday and another fixture next week? I think with the supporters on the pitch end of the game I think that's like we've seen did we see was there 2,000 fans there probably in a round I'd say um, to see the families and the kids and the, the parents uh, there in the, at the end of the game I think that's that's when you build momentum and that's when you build culture when you see people coming to the thing that believe in the thing 
believe in what we're trying to do, believe in the team, and uh, I think it's amazing. And I've said it there in the other interviews, Brefney, we had 36 lads going to London. We still have 36 involved, same 36. Um, so even, even that is a huge positive for us. In terms of where we can go for, from here as, as a county, as a team, as a squad, um, we're seeing lots of new blood coming in there. The likes of Jordan Reynolds making his championship debut. Impressive. He was, he, I think there's a lot of people talking about him. Ah, he's brilliant. He's, just, uh, he's, he's right from that kind of mohill kind of lineage where they don't give the ball away. They're really smart on the ball. He's just he's, he's really kind of silky in his skills. He catches two kickouts, marks two kickouts. He gets an assist. He gets a score. He runs that hard that we nearly have to take him off again. Joe, what else do you want from a young kid? Like that's amazing, and I'm not so sure that he has had too many wins in a Leitrim jersey. And to get a win here against Antrim, I know we're saying it's not the championship and all that, but that's a, ma- a massive day for him. And I think you see by the fans what what it means to Leitrim. This is a really important tournament in terms of development in this team, and that's what they want to do. In terms of uh, the next week, obviously three teams in the draw with you. We know Calvin are there, and we don't know who the other two are just yet. We find out later in the weekend. What's the uh, the hope? Is there anyone you want, to, or is it a home draw? That'd be great. Wouldn't, 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 wouldn't it be great to get a home draw? Uh, wouldn't it be great to, to actually get get here again next week and uh, see how we get on? Like I was kind of like, an, uh, I just wanted a new team, just someone who we hadn't played, like in Antrim or somebody like that, in the first round, so that we could go and challenge ourselves and that. And that's what we got. From now on, it's just whoever wins the next game plays in Grove Park. Of course, a couple of players uh, missing through injury today, the likes of Ryan O'Rourke, Donald Casey. Um, any update on, on what the situation with those? I'd say Ryan will be close. I, I, I don't know if I'm being honest. Donald won't play. Um, hopefully, Kieran Cullen will be back. Connor Donald will be back. But um, yeah, Casey won't play. Um, that'll be. He just needs to get his ankle right. It'd be fine. We could risk him, but his age, his age profile, and that we'll get him. We'll move him away. We'll get that ankle right, and away we go. Ryan has a chance. That's a in terms of the expectation for the next couple of weeks, um, I suppose we all like to dream about days out in Crow Park and, and lifting met our trophies in Crow Park. Is that a realistic hope for the supporters now or is it just a case of we'll see how Monday goes? And well, then, 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 we're one game away. We're one game away getting there. You know, just uh, let's go and see what the draw brings. Let's have a bit of excitement for the week. Um, play as well as we can next week and we'll, we'll see where it goes. Listen, Andy, congratulations. I'm sure we'll chat to you later in the summer again. Gentlemen, thanks, Brefney. Appreciate it. Thank you. Pierce Stolen, uh, happy with the win? Yeah, very happy. We got off to a brilliant start. First half, uh, just held the ball well, moved it fast, got our scores when we needed to, and we def- I thought we defended well and just managed to hold it out to the very end. Now you talk about managing to hold out, eight points up at half time. Leitrim don't really get those kind of situations that often. Disappointing how maybe the second half turned out? Uh, I think a little bit. They were always going to have some sort of a purple patch. In the first half, they had a black card, gave us a little bit of momentum, and then when he came back on, they were always going to come back at us hard in the second half. But managed to hold them, hold them off, get freeze at the right time, and just get the win. In terms of how the season's gone so far, I suppose this second championship win, uh, normally two championship wins get you to a quarter final, but here we are, quarter final of the Talton Cup. What does it mean, I suppose, to the squad to be involved in this competition? Because it's it's kind of a new entity. It could have gone either way, but Leitrim really seemed to have grasped this by the the hands, basically. Well, the championship is championship. That's the way we're looking at it. It's it's a, it's still an All Ireland competition. We still have a chance to get to Co Park. One more win, I believe, the semi final is in Co Park as well. So that's what we're looking at. We're going to look at the next game, look to get a win, and and hopefully Co Park's the the main objective at the moment. What's the mood been like in the camp for the last few weeks? Obviously, it's tough to come away from a result like the one in Galway, but it bounced back pretty well. Yeah, like any any big defeat, you just kind of have to. It's going to be a little, you'll be a little somber when you go back in the camp, but then you get back going, get a good hard session under your belt, and get the mood back up. And, and that's what happened the last few days, and we came rolling in a good position today. 
uh, most neutrals would agree the referee didn't have one of his finest performances today. I'm not going to get you in trouble by asking you a question about it, but, but in terms of uh, how you cope when those situations occur, when you maybe feel you're not getting the rub of the green in those situations, how do you as a player kind of react to that and, and get yourself just focused on the, the football, what you can control? I think you just have to go next ball, next ball. You're not, you're arguing with the referee. He's not, he's never changed his mind. I don't think I've ever seen a referee change his mind roaring at him. So you just have to go next ball mentality. And I think that's what we did. There was very little given out. We emphasized that going into the game and, and that's what happened. There was no, there was no, there was no um, cards or freeze brought up from the referee say really at all. In terms of, I suppose, the, the reaction Antrim came here, obviously, with a bit of fight in that second half, and they got very physical. Uh, Leitrim sometimes looked to struggle with that, maybe a little bit, just kind of getting overpowered physically, although never really losing control, like you said. But is that something that Leitrim maybe can improve going into a semi or quarterfinal next time out? Yeah, well, listen, I don't, I don't think we're going to physically get a huge amount stronger. We'll be, we'll, we can be a little bit more aggressive, but they're a Division 3 team. They're, they've been on the road. They had a really good Division 3 competition, so... We'll just keep driving the way we can and get a good winter's condition and hopefully we'll come back a little bit stronger next year. Anyone you'd particularly like to get in the next round of the draw or maybe avoid? Trip back to Cavern maybe? No, I, anyone. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to jinx anything and say who I want, who I don't want. Anyone. I don't mind at this point. We'll take anyone on in the competition, I think. I know the stock answer is probably going to see. We'll wait to see what happens in the draw and, we, and one game at a time. But is this a competition that Leitrim can realistically compete for? Can we win this Celtic Cup this year? 100%. I don't, I don't see why not. We're playing against other Division 3, Division 4 teams. You just Antrim there. Antrim nearly got promoted. They had a brilliant league campaign and we managed to compete with them. So I can't see why we wouldn't compete with anyone. In terms of yourself, for the last six months or so, you've seen a kind of renaissance in the Leitrim jersey. You've been very impressive, solid, week in, week out in games for Leitrim. Not saying you weren't that like that before, but it just seems to be a little bit more consistent this year. What's been the, the difference for you this year compared to previous years in the, in the jersey? Uh, I think a little bit more, a little bit more work, kind of mental work, a little bit more physical work from my own part, getting the ball a little bit more in my hands, and kind of yeah, a little bit back in there. I think from management as well has has helped. I think. Confidence has really has really helped me, but listen, it's it's only been a few games. I've done absolutely nothing so far, and I'd like to I'd like to see how we can go now in the next few years. On this week's show, we're focusing mainly on the the club scene and the start of the club leagues. I know you won't be involved now because of today's result for a little while, but uh, is there what's the view in Ahoyle and have you had any contact with the club? What's what's kind of happening down there for the, the next few months? Is there a championship campaign in them? I'm I'm not going to say anything about that. I think I think the boys are training hard. We're moving well. Um, it's all in the day. You you never know. If we can get a good run in the championship, maybe you never we can we can get something rolling. We've had some bad, bad two years there with injuries and stuff like that. So and COVID didn't help us a little bit. So we'll see. We'll we'll see how we are now come championship. Well, listen, congratulations. First win in the Charlton Cup for Leitrim. Hopefully, it'll be one of many this summer. Yeah, Thanks hopefully. Thank you very much. Evan Sweeney, happy memories against Antrim. I suppose another one today. Uh, thoughts after the game. Um, just delighted, really, really happy for the lads. Um, we've worked really hard over the past few weeks, particularly since the Galway game. So, just really happy. Um, a real squad effort really got us over the line today. Um, so, yeah, delighted. And a couple of nice scores there as well early on in the game. Got out of the traps really, really quick and a really good start. Someone probably not that used to seeing from Leitrim getting that far ahead so early in the game. What do you put that down to? Um, I suppose we spoke about it before the game. We just were really targeting this first, first 10 minutes. Um, and it kind of came off, I suppose. We we're, were really looking forward to having a home game. I think it's only our third home game since the start of the year. So um, we were really happy and there was a great crowd in here today. So we just really wanted to go at it first 10 minutes. But um, yeah, got a really good start. 
and it's done to his penalty. Yourself and Keith uh, got a couple of nice scores early on in the game as well, just to kind of to settle that whole thing down. Um, second half probably didn't go quite to plan. What was kind of the, the mood of coming out of the restroom at, at half time? Did you expect Antrim to be as physical as they were, to be as in your face as they ended up being? We did expect that, yeah. Um, we played Antrim for a couple of years now, and uh, you're always go- it's always going to be a physical game. So, um, yeah, I'd expect nothing less really. But um, yeah, it kind of opened up. The, you know, space was hard to come by in the first half there. But as the game kind of progressed, there was more space and more pockets. And you know, we had lads coming in off the bench, which is the key thing. And like um, lads really putting their hand up for next week, which is obviously a positive. So, a couple of injuries obviously coming into today's game. I know Donald Casey not available, Ryan O'Rourke the same. Um, but it really has become a squad here in Leitrim. We're not just looking at the first 15 anymore. There's the 20, 22, 23 lads involved week in, week out. Um, what's the season been like for yourself personally? Uh, yeah, personally, um, oh, it's just look, it was kind of stop start. I got an injury at the start of the year and missed a, a large portion of the league. But um, actually, even though I was injured, I really enjoyed it. Just the, the setup with Andy and his backroom team. It's a really enjoyable setup and uh, very professional. So um, you're learning all the time. So uh, yeah, even though I was injured, I kind of enjoyed being in around the place, doing the rehab and then getting in over the last few weeks. But I suppose, as you said, that's the key thing. It's the, it's the lads that uh, maybe didn't come in today, maybe in from the start the next day. And it's keeping everyone on their toes. And it's, it's just a real kind of team, kind of team performance, really. And we're looking for and. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's exciting now to be in the draw. I think Monday morning, so we'll take it from there. You talk about the draw. Anyone you'd like to get? Anyone you you would like to avoid? Honest, they're all. It's a it's a strong. The the north. I think it's Northern Division again for the next for the draw, and then it's open draw if you if you were to get over the line. So it's it's actually a really strong division. Um, so we'll just have to play it by year and see how we go. But uh, yeah, it's exciting to be in the hat, isn't it? And and to look forward to next weekend, another game. It was great to get the home game here. So uh, we'll just see what happens on Monday. So. In terms of, I suppose, the, the other side of the, the game at the moment, the club season starts tomorrow uh, with the, well, the Spring League has been ongoing, but the, the kind of traditional season starts tomorrow with the league. Uh, how's everything in Manor? Have you been in touch with the, the club? Are you involved in day-to-day in terms of what's going on? Or are you focused on the county at the moment? Um, definitely focusing on each Um it it can be difficult, you know. You can, you can, uh, if you try to concentrate on both, you, it's difficult, you know. But um, no, just concentrating on this, and obviously, um, linking back in with the lads a wee bit at home. Um, a few younger lads coming in this year, but um, at home. But yeah, no, just trying to focus on this now, and this takes up enough time. So it's, uh, yeah, that's it really. What's the mood like in the Manor camp, though? The little bit you have contact with it. Um, as regards the club, I suppose we, yeah, it's 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 a new new team, new management. Um, a lot of young lads coming in this year, um, but really I suppose they're still only 17 and 18, so probably going to need a bit of time to kind of you know get used to senior football. But um, they're going to get it. They're going to get plenty of games over the next few weeks. So it's yeah, that's exciting. But uh, yeah, we'll just focus on this for now and then revert back to that. Hopefully that'll be a few weeks. Down yeah, the line. hopefully it's another couple of weeks. point exactly. of view at least. Evan, well done today. Thanks very much for having chatters. Thanks, Bethany. Take care. Now, as we said, fine performance there from Leitrim today and something that we can all be very, very proud of. It was really nice walking into Park Sean today, a nice crowd, really good, enthusiastic uh, support for Leitrim all through the game and, and a really good performance. Although you heard the two lads talk about the, the purple patch that Antrim did have in that second half. Uh, interesting. I'm not sure what people's thoughts are if they were at the game, but Antrim seemed to be more interested in getting physical and getting involved in Tussles and arguments, not a great day for refereeing, I'm afraid. Uh, disappointing performance from the man in the middle. Uh, but Leitrim, at the, 
I suppose, coming out of it, fantastic results. Happy to be in the next round. Quarterfinal of the Top Team Cup and one win away from a Crow Park appearance. They're rare and very, very uh, random in, in Leitrim football supporters. It's been a while since we've had a day out. Uh, the Terry Highlands first season comes to mind when we got to the, the Division 4 final. But a championship performance, we have to go back a little bit further than that. So one game away from a Crow Park appearance. That draw, of course, on Monday morning. And I'm sure we'll all be glued to our radios to find out what happens in that draw. Who would you like to get? Let us know on social media at Final Whistle, i.e. on Twitter or wherever you get your social media fix. Uh, moving on to the club scene, though. Of course, all things turn attention to the club game, and that, that, of course, starts tomorrow with a full round of fixtures. Of course, the ladies are out in action. They play Wicklow. We'll talk about that in a couple of moments. That game, Indrum Shambo at 2 p.m., while in the first round of the Masonite All-County Football League in Division 1, Mohull will host Anna Duff. Leitrim Gales take on Ahawillan, while St Mary's Kiltard make the journey to Ballinamore to face Sean Heslins, and Melvin Gales will travel to Glencar Manor Hamilton for an all-North Leitrim clash in the final game of Division 1. All these games, 1 o'clock tomorrow, throw-ins, first-name team at home. In Division 2, Fianna St Collins, they'll host Drumahair, Drumahair, another all-Leitrim clash against Ballinaglera, while Carrie Allen will play host to Alan Gales, Hoyle Gorthletra, and Hockle Sheelan will do battle in the fourth game there and only two games in division three of the competition Eston versus Bornacula while Clune and Kiltubbard will do battle at all those games thrown in at one o'clock first name teams at home and uh, the very very best luck to all clubs as they start their season and of course uh, we are back this year we're going to be covering the club game in as much detail as we possibly can and that starts with the first round of the league games tomorrow we hope to have full reports and statistics from games in the club leagues as well as championships later on in the year and our book you might remember this from last year well it's coming back too we're going to be in touch with all the clubs over the next couple of weeks but more to come on where you can get your hands on this and for clubs how you can make sure that we have the correct information on your teams your players your coaches over the next couple of weeks we're going to be bugging and harassing you for all that information and we're very excited to be bringing it back for another year anyway that is uh did from in terms of the fixtures, but looking towards last week's Spring League encounters, and of course, repeat of last year's championship final, which uh, drew a lot of praise from all over the country, thanks to the screening that it had on TG Car. But it was Mull and uh, Park Philly McGuinness for both sides. Balmore made a short journey to Mull and a cracking game in a very exciting fixture. But Balmore did emerge victorious on the day, and as we mentioned, we caught up with both managers immediately after the final last week. Eddie, um, first couple of weeks in the job, first uh, trophy. Yeah. Uh, you won't probably lose too much sleep over this final yeah. in terms of uh, the grand scheme of things, but nice to win, nice to set the, the year off with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always nice to win. Um, probably the big win, I'd say, for all the panels is you're developing your panel for what's, what's ahead. You know, we're... We've a lot of young players today came through and stepped up in, in a great battle of football with Mohal. You know, it was hugely enjoyable and a huge learning experience, I think, for both camps as well going forward. And uh, we'll get a couple of guys, hopefully, from it into our, our senior team as well. Into the now, of course, uh, part of the backroom team with Dom mm. Corrigan over the last few seasons. Mm, yeah. uh, in charge now, uh, although yeah. I'm sure it's a team effort as always over in Ballinamore. Yeah. But um, expectation, obviously, defending champions coming into the championship. League starts next week. What's the pl the plan for the year ahead? 
Oh well, it's always to be as good as we can be. Work as hard as we can be, as good as we can be. As it says today, we, I think we had ten new players out there as opposed to last year's county final team. You know, and it's always about who wants to step in, who wants to step forward, and to achieve whatever we can. It's always about doing our best. And as I said again, it's it's a joint team. I have a great backroom team with me again. You know, very loyal to the cause, working hard the whole time and gaining improvement any, anywhere they can. Like. In terms of, I suppose, the game tonight, there was a bit of a purple patch in that mid-second half of the of that first half where, where Mohol seemed to grow into the game, but you managed to snuff that out, kind of keep that scoreboard ticking over and never really looked like losing the game. Yeah, well, well Mohol, like, we, we knew the standard of the team we were coming down to. They were always going to have that patch and we just had to battle as hard as we could to get out of it. Like And, and some of our boys showed great leadership, you know, to take scores and that and to, to keep us ticking over, to get us to half-time, basically, is this... It's where we were aiming for at that stage of the game, you know. So, in terms of I suppose, uh, the differences between this year and last year, obviously you come in, you're in charge of the of the team off the pitch. Um, what can we expect to see as fans going to games different from Baltimore, or is it really just a, a push on from where you were last year? Yeah, well, well, I hope you'll, you'll see massive effort from them. You know, it's one thing that they always pride themselves on. Like we'll be as creative as we can. We produce, introduce as many new players as we can. Like, and we're as I said earlier, we're always going to strive to be our best all the time as we go along. A couple of uh, impressive standout performers in the under twenty county team this year from Baltimore, Sean Heslands, uh, uh, the likes of um, McKernan at centre back, who's playing tonight at wing forward for you as well, and and others. Paul Moore made an impression when he came on as a as a late sub in that game. How much do do having those extra players coming through? Um, make a difference to the squad in Baltimore. Oh, it's a massive boost, absolutely massive boost. You know, you always want to add to your panel, and they come into the panel not as a new option. They come in with massive energy. They want to be in the team. They don't come in to be part of it, like which is fantastic from them. You know, a couple of younger players as well, Dylan Byrne and that who has come in as well, and uh, Brian Lade and a couple of lads coming back as well. Like, and they all come in with the enthusiasm, enthusiasm to be on the team. You know, and that brings great energy to everybody just there and, and keeps the competition for places nice and high as well. You didn't mention Owen Shanley there as well. He yeah. Fairly impressive this evening. Yeah, Owen Shanley, massive boost. Like, you know, um, as, I'd say as the game went on, there you could see how he grows into it. He, he's fantastic heart, energy. You know, he, he'll... Every ball he sees as his, you know, he fights for it with everything like that, and we're delighted to have him as part of the panel this year as well. At the same time, sometimes it's all about the old... Uh, the names, the likes of Wayne McKeown coming in there. He knows really how to take a game with a scruff of the neck. Um, having him around, bringing those youngsters into that dressing room, he must be surely has some sort of a calm and influence on those lads coming in, or is he? Oh, he is indeed. Fantastic, sure. You can see alone, like, sure, by just looking at his performance, you can, you can see the leadership qualities he brings um, on the pitch, and it's the same off the pitch here as well, as you say, in the dressing room as well. He's fantastic with the lads, he's fantastic with talking to them and bringing those younger lads a step further, you know. Listen, congratulations tonight. First trophy in the bag. One of maybe two or three this year. Not to put too much. Uh, I get shot now by the rest of the county for saying that. But listen, congratulations. Uh, well done on the new appointment and the best of luck for the season ahead. Thanks a million, Brefney. Thank you. Eamon, disappointment tonight. Spring League. I suppose it's really about seeing what's out there and getting your, your feet under the desk, really. Yeah, it's just getting to know getting to know what Leitrim football is about. Obviously, uh, Balnamore, the, the kingpins. Um, very impressive them there tonight. But uh, most impressed our own lads, you know, we uh, didn't show up for the first 15 minutes and credit to Belenamore, they put big scores on the board, but they dug in and um, I'd be just very, very happy with the lads. They fought right to the bitter end. A couple of things could have gone our way, we could have got a, an odd free, we got a couple of frees on the wrong side where we were 
we, we didn't have a left footer free taker and they could have closed the gap. But listen, Malamore were better on the night, um, but I'm just fierce proud of the lads. They gave it their all and that's all we can ask for. In terms of the competition structure, obviously gives you a chance to kind of see maybe that, that middle tier of the, of the squad and the lads who will be on the bench in last year's championship, you get a chance to see them in action in real conditions. Yeah. Against two fairly strong sides, it has to be said. Yeah, I suppose we, we were missing a couple, but like as I just said, it's not about who we don't have, it's about who we do have. And we've got our lads just performing the best they could on the day. And, uh, you know, they really, really dug in. And uh, as I said, it was... You know, the Spring League was the first chance for some, a lot of the lads to get to get game time and they've done very, very well to get to the final and, you know, tonight was different opposition, more quality opposition and the lads will have learnt a lot from that so I'm just very, very happy with them and, uh, you know, we go on now and play the first round of the league next week and hopefully we'll get a couple of more lads back and we'll get stronger and we'll improve as, we, as the year goes on. Obviously hugely experienced in, in the world of Gaelic football, the county career speaks for itself, uh, under, in county management also as well as uh, club management in Sligo. What's your first impressions of, uh, of Mohol? Great club, great people. Um, what can you say about it? First and foremost, the facilities under heavy rain all week, uh, the pitch has, has been outstanding. Uh, Seamus uh, Mitchell, the, man, the chairman, has been brilliant to me. Um, you know, the sport I got with, with uh, Kieran Kennedy and, and Mickey Quinn as my, as my selectors, they've been brilliant. And, you know, and the lads, the players themselves have been brilliant. They've put their shoulders to the wheel. We've put a, a good block of fitness work underneath these lads over the last uh, eight, 12 weeks and they've responded exceptionally well. And, you know, we just keep rolling on. There's, you know, me coming in that gives no guarantees. It's all about the lads that come and prepare and, you know, apply themselves and give it the all for the jersey. And I have to say they really show that. So they're a proud bunch. Uh, they're very, very disappointed after last year. So, you know, that doesn't guarantee anything. You just have to produce it on the on the field, as I said. So we'll just take each game as it comes. And, um, you know, as I said about the club themselves, you know, I couldn't ask for anything better. Tonight, obviously, uh, Spring League, probably not that important in the grand scheme of things in terms of the club development, but uh, league proper starts next week. Thoughts on that? Any, any different approach? No, we're just going to, just whatever lads are available to us, we'll just have to work with. And, um, you know, there's, there's there's a couple of lads, I suppose, it's been, it's been difficult. A lot of lads have been trying to get away in terms of, you know, holidays they've been locked up for the last two two years, and uh, you know we have to give the lads enough a rope to allow them to go and enjoy themselves, and um, and obviously with their partners, whatever else. But it's important that you know we get the heads down now and take each game as it comes. Uh, respect the league. It's important that we uh, perform in it. Obviously, the league will always set you up for championships, so it's important we take each game as it comes. Uh, a name like yourself coming into a club always creates a bit of excitement. We've seen it with Andy Moore and with Leitrim over the last uh, six months or so. Um, you've come in, there's expectation. What is a measure of success for Mohol and, and yourself this, this season? Well, the lads will be having a meeting when I get all the county lads back and they'll set their own goals. Um, we set high standards for ourselves and it's all about reaching them week in, week out. And if we reach them, you know, we'll be very, very competitive. Uh, what success will look like is, for me, it's about, obviously it's about winning and uh, I believe these fellas can go and win and uh, you know everyone has to put their shoulder to the wheel and I think that's the most important thing and I, if, if, if we get everyone available to us we'll be, uh, we'll be very very competitive and that's what I'm looking forward to just getting all the lads there driving on um, each other and uh, hopefully we'll find one or two uh, young guys that have been coming in Connor has come in Connor Quinn has come in from the under 20s has been exceptional in this winter league and you know it's a, it's a taste for him so you know, if we can find out the North lads uh, and they can perform and push the, the, the more established guys that we have, um, it'll be very, very competitive and hopefully we can go on and be successful. Listen, very welcome to Leitrim Club Football. Cheers to you, I appreciate that. it's a, a good season for yourself, Mo. Thanks very much.
And finally, for today's show, we speak to Keon McTague, manager of Kiltubbard, uh, his third year at the helm in Drumcong. And it'll be interesting to see how they get on this year in that intermediate championship. They got to a semi-final last year. Uh, they started this year well. Impressive form since that opening day defeat in League Two of the Spring League, Division Two of the Spring League. They went on a fantastic run, five games unbeaten, including, of course, that final last Friday to last night week against FINA. A single point victory, but a win is a win. And Kieran spoke to me earlier in the week about his side's victory and their plans for the season ahead. Now, of course, it's not all about the senior finalists here on FinalWhistle.ie. We like to spread our net as wide as possible across the county. So maybe let's take a look at Division 2 of the Spring League and one of the sides who have been lighting it up uh, since an opening day defeat. They've gone undefeated, four wins on the bounce, and that's Kiltubbard. And I'm joined by their one of their managers, or I'm not quite sure how the management team is structured at the moment. Kieran, it's your third year with Kiltubbard. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bradley. Good to be here again. We might deal with that first of all. Obviously, yourself and Aidan Dockery uh, are involved with Kiltubbard. Uh, Aidan, of course, being known to most people around the county as the, the county minor manager. He joined you on the on the coaching ticket in, uh, in Kiltubbard last year. Things went reasonably well in the championship this year, but I suppose going into your spring league form this year, things look really, really good. Um, things look really positive in, in Kiltubbard at the moment. Yeah, it's look. It, it was the other night was was important for the the club and for the players as well, and and to see the progression. You know, finally, it's nice to see any bit of silverware at all in, in a club. But um, certainly, certainly nice to, to to end the spring league with a with a win. You know, and um, you know, it, it definitely give a bit of a spark to the lads. <clears throat> we just a little bit of extra cut there. You can see that coming. A bit of maturity coming in the lads this year. Um, last year's I suppose progression on from getting into a semi-final and in, in intermediate, you know, was, was was a nice little step forward and progression. So, again, it's, it's nice to kick off the, the beginning of the year with something um, something there in, in the bag already um, and then looking to hopefully build on that, you know, running into the, the, the league here next Sunday, you know. So, yeah, with Adrian there, yeah, Adrian came in with me last year and, um, yeah, he's just a breath of fresh air. His coaching is, uh, you know, uh, top notch there. You can see his results with the minor there and, and his ability to be, you know, as I said, top notch coach can get can get across the different levels, different age groups, and uh, yeah, we work seem to work very well with one another. We have the same kind of level where we are, where we want to play, and how we want to play football, and how we want to develop teams. So yeah, we, we've 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 mingled together well, and it's 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 paying dividends, you know. Yeah, I suppose if you look back at that final on uh, at the weekend against FINA, single point in it in the end. Uh, FINA were in the senior se- championship semi-final two years ago. Now, I realise it's the development league, it's the spring league, it's it's without county players, so they wouldn't have had the, the, the O'Rourke's, uh, Donald Rain and, and a few others across both um, both levels under 20 and senior. But uh, to be able to go toe-to-toe with a, a neighbour as well uh, like that and, and put them to the sword by a single point, it must be a huge confidence boost for the, for the squad there in Kilmer. Oh, it is, yeah. Like and and yeah. Obviously, the spring league is what it is, and and you're not you're not full tilt. And again, ourselves, we weren't a full tilt either. We had a couple of injuries there coming back from the county. I think we, um, Barry was our only county player come back in there from the twenties. We unfortunately we had um, some injuries with with Danny and and poor Dylan was was unlucky there as well. He'd be out for the year, and. Um, but look, you have that, you will have it. But what I've noticed since I started two years ago, three years ago now at this stage, 
is we have a squad there um, where we were in a transition period and we were bringing in a lot of young players and they've all stepped up to the mark very, very quickly. Like we've seen that last year and uh, they've, they've progressed again this year. They've done the work uh, over the winter and uh, we're seeing that. Like we, we started back late and we were supposed to be rusty there in our first game or two. Um, we drew Kieran and peaked us uh, on our own pitch there like give us a good lesson that first one which was a good wake-up call but it's just we were rusty just blown off the rust and we're hoping to you know progress from there on in went up the drum here got a good result then and there was a bit of belief back in the squad and we, we started to, uh, as i said there to the we're starting to learn how to win games you know and uh, not not die at any stage and we showed that in spades the other evening uh, i think it was eight or nine points down at one stage against uh, a good dominant uh FINA team you know uh, a team that would have, we would have wouldn't have uh, met uh you know, the team at a different level, you could say, you know, of intensity that we hadn't met in, in it up to that stage. And uh, I was proud of the lads. They, they dug in there and dug deep and went at them toe-to-toe and uh, never give up. And that's we got the result in the end. That's the whole thing about it. That's football. That's sports. It's great to see it. Like When we first spoke to you uh, in this role, I think it's two years ago, I remember an atrociously bad evening over in Clune against, uh, I'm going to say Anna Duff, in the, the yeah. first round of the championship. And, and they were very lucky to come out of there with a, uh, a draw against you. They went on to the championship final that year, although it wasn't played till, till last year um, <clears throat> due to COVID. But you seem to be very unlucky. I think you lost the other three games in that division uh, or in that group by a single point or two points max. And you just didn't have that killer instinct that probably cost you maybe two or even three wins in that group. Are you telling me now that that's kind of beginning to develop within that group of players that these youngsters coming through who who have been winning the whole way through with McDermott and Gales are now coming in and, and kind of adding that little bit of confidence and that little bit of a, I don't know, just a little bit of an X factor to, to, to what Kiltumbert are doing. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, as say, we, the first year there, COVID and everything else, there was a lot of different balls in the air and trying to adjust and, and, and get things done. Like, you remember that season, we were ready to pack up all and everything was closing down and all of a sudden the championship was back on two weeks later and you had to prepare for your first round. So, like, yeah, in that first round, you're right, we, we lost by a point, we should have won that game. We learned a lot from that and we progressed, but we, we met good teams that year and you say, um, and I don't know if we could have beaten them that year. Last year, we, we stepped forward again into, our, I think it was the first round with them again, got a draw with them. Um, and, you know, you could see you could see the progress coming on from year to year. You can see the young lads stepping up, getting experience. That semi-final defeat last year was tough on the lads. We had couple of lads that would have been performing well all year maybe just had an off day and you could see we just didn't have that experience um to, to you know to push on a little bit on the day so i think they've learned from that semi-final last year they learned from the championship they've been learning they're, they're a great bunch of lads to coach they um they take everything on board on the pitch especially with adrian there on the coaching end of things and then off the pitch too we're developing we're doing our best to develop them that way and get them i suppose mentally tough as well as physically tough to uh to you know play come up against teams like that and be able to look for that result and believe that they can get the result out of the, out of the game no matter where they where they're going who they beat you know we've talked about the youngsters a little bit you've named a couple of names there but i suppose two or three that might have caught the eye over the last 12 to 18 months as they've kind of made their way into that squad of yours uh the two mcqueenie brothers danny barry obviously they'd be well known to anyone who watched Kiltuckard last year con doyle comes into the squad for this season having just graduated from minor, he would have been centre-back on the on the county team last year. Um, there's some really nice young talent coming through the club. The future's fairly bright. Yeah, yeah. As I say, the, the, there's a lot of stuff going on there. The club is, is doing a massive amount of development there. You've seen, if you're, you've seen the facilities yourself there, the pitch, the gym, you know, um, and it's all kind of coming together 
over over the last few years. And you know, sometimes it's like you you, you say people starting business and that they do it in a recession. Like they they've done all that work during COVID, and um, you can see starting to see the fruit starting the the bloom now coming from that, and and it all kind of, kind of mashes together. And yeah, the young lads coming through. It's a couple you've named a couple of this couple of fantastic footballers there. Steve McLaughlin is one that stand out. I don't like naming names, but like. Um, Stephen was very unlucky in our first um, season there. Got picked up an injury in that very first game against that enough. And if he hadn't, then we probably would have won that game. But like you can see the the way he's transitioned uh, the last few years, like and stood up the other even there. Like he's county standard uh, footballer in my eyes all day long. So it's fantastic to see that that kind of happen with, with with players. And um, there's a number more there coming. And and the future is definitely bright for Kilturb. They hold hold the hold their all their guys together. Hold that hold that group together. And as I say, learn how to win. Learn how to enjoy these um these experiences and memories and uh yeah the future is very bright for the club there was one uh, i remember one big save in a game last year from uh, noel gill who won't uh won't probably put himself in the youngsters category within the club and uh, but there's there's this huge depth of experience through that squad as well the likes of noel gill shane foley there's a few others i won't name more names for the sake of getting myself in, in trouble with more people but um but they're not they're no spring chickens but yet they're so integral to how that team performs, the dressing room, that kind of, um, I suppose, the, just the ethos around the club in terms of that link back to when they were competing for senior championships. Yeah, yeah. Look at that, that, that experience. You can't buy that. Um, it's just there. You, you named a few there. You have Dermot Keown, um, Emmett, Emmett Mahan, Kim Keown. Like, lads like that's just there. Why? You have lads a little bit younger to them. And, and, and But again, you'd hear them saying, we, we, I heard Mick McCormick, the captain, he said something like a I've been playing for 13 years or something at this level or whatever it was, or I'd never, never seen any silverware. So like for, for that blend of experience, going back to 2005 when they won the senior, to get that experience at this stage, you know, and, and to think that Shane has as a young lad, Jack, coming through next year that's going to be on that squad is fantastic. And I'm sure Shane will probably try and hold out now to to, to transition the the baton or maybe even, even keep it going, which is fantastic. And, you know, as I say, it's, 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 a credit to him and the lads, the Noel and, and all those lads looking after themselves and and you know steering the ship and and actually looking for the younger lads to come through and take their places. But at the same time, those lads are vital there to, to you know to transition the whole uh, process over to them. You know, in terms of your own interest, I suppose third year in the job, um, semi final last year, I think quarter final year before, maybe if I'm not mistaken. Apologies if I'm wrong on that one, but. Um, you might even have survived the relegation playoff. I think that year, based on which was the, the most lopsided, lopsided uh, championship I've seen in a long time. But this year, I suppose, what's what's success? What's that next step forward? Is is a is another semi final? Is that consolidation, or, or are you looking to maybe go that one step further without putting too much pressure on yourself? Look, to be honest, directly and hundred percent, I'll I'll tell you up front that we're not looking any further than, than the competition right in front of us, and that's that's priority at, at the moment, you know, um, and that that's that's playing when we're not even looking at championship uh, at the minute. The league is our championship because it's it's vitally important that we try and do our best in that league and, and to try and put all put out all strengths to get back up um, out of that division, and, and that's that's all all we're concentrating at the minute. We we look at the championship. When the time comes, when 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 later in the year, but at the minute, just focusing in on Clune for the first game on Sunday and next game after that. That's as simple as it is, really. Clune have been setting uh, tongues wagging a little bit about the quality that they they have this year. They're in the junior grade in championship, the junior division for the for the league. Um, any thoughts on on how that might go on Sunday? Because he, he this is favourite. 
look, we're, we're, we're after coming out of a hard game on, on Friday evening and lots of knocks and, and, and niggles and injuries and stuff like that. So, and we're going over to Clinton where it's never, never, never easy to, to win over there. We're, we're not expecting anything less, but <clears throat> a big battle. And, and we'd be expecting that every, every um, you know, venue at home and away this year in, in that. So, look, you go, you go with, you set out just all, you, you go at it as, as best you can, but you can, nothing like you now. As I said, it's a very good thing there. Like Zalba has not coming up. Last year, we came up against them in the championship. Drew Kieran already gave us a lesson in the beginning of the year. Yeah, Ashton gave us a, a beat in the beginning of last year. You know, we can take it out of the ball any stage at all. Um, any of those teams can, can hit you on the day and hit you hard. You know, so it's, it's about taking one, one game at a time and just building from there. You know? Absolutely. Well, listen, we seem to have dropped our line a little bit. So I'll let you go, Kieran. But thank you so much for joining me. And uh, the very best of luck against Clune on Sunday. Thanks very much, Matthew. And that, folks, is it for the week. Thank you very much for joining us. We will be back on a weekly schedule. Uh, we've come to you on a Saturday evening this evening, just between the county setup and the launch of the club scene in the morning. So the very best of luck to every single club starting their campaigns in the league proper, the all-county league, tomorrow. And, of course, well done to Andy Moran and his side in a fantastic performance today in Park Sean McDermott. Abbott Money, Park Sean McDermott, a, a big result for Leitrim. A championship win is a championship win. The Talton Cup up and running. Who will the next round bring? We'll find out Monday morning in that draw. But for now, for all the clubs in the county whose seasons start tomorrow, and for the ladies whose All-Ireland Intermediate Championship starts tomorrow in Drumshambo at 2pm, uh, maybe pop in after your club if you can get there. Uh, it's going to be a busy weekend. A bit disappointing that they put them all on at the same time. Uh, it would have been nice for all the clubs to get around and support the ladies, but these things cannot be controlled uh, here, at least on, on that front. We are where we are, whether it's the ladies' game you're at tomorrow or your club's games back in action. The very best of luck. Hope you enjoy playing, watching, supporting, whatever it might be. We're back for the year. Loads of things to come to try and help promote the club game. Uh, keep your eyes glued to Final Whistle. If you're not already following us on social media, please make sure you are. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or wherever you get your podcasts as well. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube. These shows coming to you weekly. Plenty of guests lined up for the weeks ahead. It's going to be an exciting year. Talk to you next week.